if you notice, we've got a few ushers here that are younger than you. They're doing a great job, and we're thankful for what they're doing. Thanks for being involved. Hey, and let's just be honest. Thank you very much for letting us come in here and kind of doing it a little different and having a little fun. Talking about the faith through the generations and letting our kids get involved and a little bit of baptism, a little baby dedication, just a little bit of everything, kind of a bit of the, are you guys, you kids, are you still here? Can you say, I'm here? Okay, sounds good. You're still alive. What we wanted to do this morning, we just have, we're going to finish off with just a little message this morning for everyone and kids. This is for you too, but first, Mr. Lachlan, are you still here? He's taking offering, I think, is he? There he is. Come on up, buddy. Last week, this little man, Mr. Lachlan's story, he gave the message last week in Kids World. He came and spoke. We have a CKL. It's our Creative Kids Leadership. They come and meet every couple of months, every six weeks or so, and about eight kids, and we do, um, you're good. Come on over, buddy. On over. Oh, you're looking for your mic? Right over there on the top. And uh, they took over last week, Kids World. They did all the worship, they did the prayer time, they did the review and the Bible story lessons, they did the whole thing. And Mr. Lachlan here did the message. So I'd asked him this morning if he would come and pray for us before our message time. And uh, so if we all could close our eyes. Dear Jesus, thank you for bringing everyone here today, and um, I ask you that um, that you could that you could put your word into our heart, our soul, and our mind. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Good job. Thanks. I don't know, but I think he's heard. He might might have known part of my message because he even said he even prefaced it with something. So let me ask you this question: In a hundred years. What do you think will matter to you? Guys, I mean, even kids down there, think to you. What do you think will matter to you in 100 years? Do you think it's going to be your favorite, you know, toy? Uh, Maybe, do you think it's going to be your best friend? How about adults? How about your fabulous jobs? Or maybe not your not fabulous jobs, whichever. Your great education, maybe your beauty or your sports. In 100 years, will any of that matter? Let me hear you. Thank you. Because we all know that all of that will fade away. But there is only one thing that will matter in 100 years, in 50 years, in 20 years, and that is a relationship with Jesus. So if that is the most important thing that we should be pursuing Jesus every minute of the day, every hour, every week, every month, and we should be pursuing him like he is the only thing that matters. So pursuing fame, acceptance, instead of pursuing Jesus, and he is the only one who can give us true peace. Kids, um, do you know Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven? Let me give you this. Do you remember that we've talked about this verse before in kids' world? Love the Lord your God with all your, do you know it? Okay, let's say it. So love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your, and with all your I like it. Do you actually know that that verse that I just talked about in Matthew is also in Mark and it's also in Luke? So if it's repeating itself that many times, do you think maybe it's important? I think so. I think it's important. But actually, 
It is even in the Old Testament back in Deuteronomy, but it gives a little bit of extra. So let's read. By the way, I'm not just speaking to the kids this morning. I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that. I'm speaking to all of you. I just need to engage the kids too, right? But do I need to engage the adults? Adults, are you here? Actually, that was the best. I didn't have to ask you to repeat that. That was good. I'm impressed. Good job. That's good. So Deuteronomy 6, 5 to 7 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strengths. These commandments that I give today to you, that I give you today, are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up. So, did you hear that? It's saying, impress them on your children. That one commandment, that commandment that is the most important. What is that? Who is the most important thing in our life? That's right, Jesus. And he says to impress them on your children. So parents, grandparents, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home. Talk about them, the commandments, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. And I'm thinking that these verses must be pretty, will sum up the fact that we need to be consumed with Jesus. Because he's talking about every hour of our day, he's talking about it here. So are you consumed with Jesus? When we're a Jesus follower and we say we love Jesus, it is every day, every hour, lining up with Christ, all-consuming, not doing something because that felt so good, or it looked good, or even it smells or tastes good, let's just be honest, only doing it because it's God good, because we need to intentionally line up everything we do with God's word and its plan for our lives. Andy Stanley gives, um, a line he shares at some, and that I really like. It kind of summed it up for me. Jesus makes life better and makes you better at life. So he's not saying, no, now Jesus will make your life perfect, and he will get rid of all the junk. He's going to make it beautiful. No, no, he is saying that Jesus makes life better and makes you better at life. Our desire must be towards him, our delight in him, our dependence on him, and to him we must be entirely devoted. And guys, when I say devoted, that means that we need to think about Jesus all the time. That's right. We should be constant pleasure for us to think of him, hear from him, speak to him, and serve him, and we must love him. So I remind you, and implore you to remember who you choose to be today will impact who you will be in the future. So if the only thing that matters in a hundred years is a relationship with Jesus, then each and every day, every decision, like Rod was talking about, each day intentionally line up every decision, thought, and action with God's word and plan for your life. Are you a kid here today? Stand up, kids. I want to see you. Everyone wants to see how many kids there are today. If you are grade five and under, stand up. And I'm going to talk to you for a second. Can you stand up and look up here for a second? 
okay? I want to tell all of you something. And you're all looking? All of you, every single one of you is important. And you are important to this church. See? And you guys can make a difference. And do you know what? We adults could even learn something from you guys sometimes. Hey, look, they agree. That we can learn something from you that maybe we've forgotten or even something new. So I want to give you a verse this morning, okay, guys? This is your verse for the kids. Jeremiah 29, 11. We've talked about it in Kids World before, so if you know it, say along with me. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a, there's a future. So adults, this is your next generation coming up. I want you to pour into these lives and let them know that they matter. Thanks, guys. You guys can have a seat. Now, now teens, I know I won't make you stand up because you'll just have a bird if I do that. You're, well, there's a, there's a teen stand up. If you are a teen, can you wave to me? There's a few down here. There's a couple. We got a big pack of them up here. So my word for you this morning, guys, is that you are a vital part of the church. And you help us to tick. In kid world, without a lot of my teens, and by the way, some of these teens, they can teach like nobody's business. They are committed. And I love the fact that they are so involved in our kids' ministry. But kids, teens, these kids watch you like a hawk. And they will follow you. So your responsibility is to know that you can influence these kids around you. But you can also influence these older adults. And definitely your, your peers. So I'll tell you, like I forgot to remind the kids, but I'll also remind the teens that are you guys perfect? No, no, none of us are perfect. Remember, say no. That's right. If there's one in every crowd, seriously. Are we perfect? And teens, you are not perfect and we know it and that's okay. Just pick yourself up, dust yourself off and continue to choose Jesus. And this is a verse that I give to you teens. 1 Timothy 4.12, it says, and if you want to say it with me, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in contact, in love, in faith, and in purity. Teens, we appreciate you. Now, adults, you thought you were off scot-free. I hear that, and I see that. I may, may, we should, should we make the adults stand up just for a second? I agree. Come on, adults. If you think you can and you want to, stand up. Because I have a charge for you today. Because adults, we have an important job. 
and I implore you to pay attention to this job. That is for us to listen to, to encourage, and to love the next generations that are coming up. We can't get lazy in our faith, and we can't feel we're too old and that we no longer matter. And I do not want you to believe the lie that you're not good enough and you have nothing to offer. Now this part, I've talked to the little ones about messing up. Are you guys going to mess up? Yes. Have you messed up? Yes. My teens and kids, have you seen? They said they've messed up. They are not perfect. Adults, are you perfect? But what you do when you fail is what matters. Because they will be watching what you do when you fail. It's not the failure that matters, but it's when you pick yourself up, continue to choose to follow Jesus, and that is what matters. My charge for you today is Galatians 6, 9. Because sometimes we get weary. But let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So adults today, do not give up. You can have a seat. So each and every one of you all play a part in this perfectly imperfect church that we have going on here. Because none of us are perfect. And we can help each other as we grow, we can forgive each other, love one another, journey together with one another, because it's a journey that we are on together, because this imperfect church family is better together. So in a few minutes, uh, we're going to sing a song. It's called Nothing is Impossible. My kids, my kids, world kids, they know that. And actually, when we sing it, you guys can even come up here, and we'll go do the actions together. But I want you to listen to the song. It's a bit of a crazy song, like we always can do in kids' world some. But it's Nothing is Impossible. Through you, through Christ, I can do anything. I can do all things, because it's you who gives me. You know it. Not going to live by what I See, not going to live by what I, not going to live by what I feel. Because deep down I know that you're here with me, and I know that I can do anything. So this morning, as a young kid, as a parent, a student, a grandparent, a mother, a daughter, a friend, you can choose to each day intentionally live for Jesus. Because listen to this. Because the only way you can fail at this is by giving up. Don't give up. God is not focused on your failures. He is focused on your future. Deter so Deuteronomy 6, 5 to 7. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be on your heart. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the roads, when you lie down and when you get up. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this time we've had together to worship you as an imperfect church family. And you've chosen a path for our lives and that is to intentionally follow you each and every day. May everyone here this morning be encouraged 
and challenged to daily choose you with each decision, act, and plan in their lives. We love you, Lord, and we celebrate you this morning. In your name, amen.